Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I am Rob Olson. And I am Livius Nedden. And we've been fucking saying that now for six goddamn years. <laughs> happy anniversary. Dude, happy anniversary. It's it's a little bit insane. It is. So here's what you're going to get this episode. Uh, I said at the end of the last episode, we weren't sure. And like we were talking about a book to review. And then I realized it's our six-year anniversary. Yeah. So you know what? We're going to do what people do on like birthdays and anniversaries. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. And that included doing no work for this episode, zero preparation. As a matter of fact, half hour ago, Rob reached out to people for ideas. And um, <laughs> eh, maybe we'll do some of them. But really, we're com- when I say unscripted, we always have a doc. Sometimes it's just four bullet points of things we're going to talk about during an interlude or maybe after we do a book review. There's no doc. I am actually looking right now at... <laughs> The top five villains that could replace Deathstroke in the Batman if Man Jin Yellow is out. That's what's up on my screen right now. So um, that's already too. So, Rob, six years. Um, first, I would like to say thank you because you have done all the heavy lifting behind the scenes for this for six years, which is awesome. Um, and listeners, you should thank Rob, too. This is why you get a quality product. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And um yeah there's a lot of dumb learning on the fly and fixing weird problems and stuff like that but like i didn't realize how much i liked editing audio and and designing little logos and shit until i kind of had no choice but um yeah it's been a lot of fun can i tell you a little bit hold on when rob says he likes designing logos here's what happens we start our other podcast the view and he sends me a logo and i go hey that's terrific i like it and then Two hours later, I get another logo that's got changes made to it. And I go, yep. oh, hey, that's perfect. Love it. And then I get a third one that's completely different from the other ones. Like, probably, <laughs> like I, I'm like, dude, this is great. It's perfect. And then he just keeps going with it. So, yeah, it definitely seems like something he enjoys and that he's, quite frankly, pretty good at. I'm decent at. We'll leave it at decent. Um, I do want to quote a statistic to you. Because I'm not going to get out of our fucking birthday episode without doing some statistics. 345 episodes over the course of six years is more than one a week. Did you know this? I uh, I yeah I understand math, um, but no, I actually didn't think of it that way. Because I thought, all right, so the first year we did more than one, like significantly more <laughs> yeah. than one a week, right? Yeah, I just at some point we have to run out because there's been times where we've gone like nine days, 10 days, and that should at some point add up to less than one a week. Yeah. So if you if you include the episode that we're recording right now in the total count, that would be 346 episodes, which would put us 34 episodes beyond what we should be at this point. So. My suggestion is we take like eight months off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's ever going to happen. All right. (laughs) (sighs) I'm I'm double checking your math, though. 346 divided by six. Oh, what happened here? I'm trying to use, you know, you can use Google for math. Yeah, that's 57 Uh, episodes per year, which, yeah, is 30-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Well, I mean, that means we can can maybe slow down. I think we're going to be taking a week off here soon anyway. And we'll talk about that Uh, maybe towards the end of this episode. Not seven months like I want, huh? No, no, not seven months. But, you know, Rob, the end of the month, take a week off, buddy. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. Yeah, no pay or anything. Yeah, well, (laughs) we can talk more about no pay. Good Lord. Um. So, yeah, we're, we're just going to hang out and, and shoot the shit a little bit. Um, and we're going to start off with something that's really off the fucking rails. Rob <laughs> mentioned this to me just before we started recording this. And uh, I'm going to let Rob. Rob had an idea for a thing. And um, we're, we're going to talk about this thing. So before anybody goes and gets all offended by the name of this, it makes sense if you understand what I'm talking about. So I'm going to say that first. And then I'm going to talk about the fact that I want to do White Boy Day. Now, before Rob goes on, he said <laughs> this to me. And my, my first reaction instantly was, no, no, dude, I tried that. You can't. They told me it was racist. <laughs> so White Boy Day is something that I came up with. Um, I think it may have even happened on social media. But um, in, in thinking about or watching a movie that involved Christian Slater, 
I thought how great it would be. Like there was a couple of movies from Christian Slater that I just think I really enjoy and I would love to watch multiple times. Uh, True Romance is a very good example. Um, there's some others, and um, and so uh, in conversations with with you know people on social media, the idea came out to do a Christian Slater Slater movie marathon. Um, and then obviously like talking about what movies would be involved and there was this whole conversation. And then I decided that the best possible name for this movie marathon would be white boy day. And now Livius, are you, are you familiar with why, or should I kind of explain it? And you should explain it for, for the listeners. So for the listeners. Yeah. I see. I, uh, absolving yourself right there from any kind of, so, um, anybody who's familiar with the movie true romance, Livius, have you at least seen it? Um, I saw it once probably when it came out, so it's very sure. vague in my recollection. Like early 90s then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, True Romance, there's a scene where um, Clarence, who is the character played by Christian Slater, goes to visit Drexel, who is the pimp played by, of all people, fucking Gary Oldman, who knocked it out of the park. Um, and he's he's basically saying, like, you know, she doesn't work for you anymore. She's not a whore, blah, blah, blah. And there's a whole fight that ensues. And then when Christian Slater's down and out, like he's losing the fight, Gary Oldman says to one of his kind of henchmen, he must have thought it was White Boy Day. That now makes, uh, it makes more sense than what I was thinking about. Because I was like, do I have to bring a costume? Do I have to go get like a white hood and a robe for this? <laughs> do you mean you have to take yours to the cleaner? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Was it too far? Was it a little too far? My robe was white, but, you know, I don't wash it as often as I should. <laughs> so now it's kind of like a dingy white. Like an off, like an off coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's, let's, oh man, you know, so you mentioned like some movies, right? That you thought, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go through and, and, and I guess try to figure out if I were the one hosting White Boy Day. Um, which Christian Slater movies I would get, because I get the feeling that you and I are not on the same page with some of this stuff. Oh, so man, maybe I'm so excited for this. I am going to pick, like, six, maybe, Christian movies that Christian Slater was in that I would put on this list, because that would be, you know, going on 12 hours. That's probably a good marathon length, right? Yeah. All right, so Interview with the Vampire. Um, I believe that made the original list. Oh, uh, see, I'm surprised, because I thought there's no way. Gleaming the Cube. 100% on the list. Okay, pump up but the volume bef- before before you move past gleaming mm-hmm. the cube. Uh, in Los Angeles last year, when we went to uh, AWP, mm-hmm. Jesse and I on the first day we were there watched Gleaming the Cube together. That's shocking. I, so like, I haven't I, even gone a year without seeing that movie. I think to myself, Gleaming the Cube is. Um, I, I'm like I'm not that I'm the only person that saw it, but I don't think that movie was even like well known. When it came out, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I, I feel like that's one of the really under-seen yeah. movies that that he was in. Yep. Um, pump up the volume. A hundred percent. That's on the list. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know if you've seen this one. This 2004 Mind Hunters. I have never even heard of that. Mind Hunters probably would feel very dated. I'm thinking now. I haven't seen it since probably 2005 or whenever it hit DVD at, at that point. Um, I really liked Mind Hunters. It's, it's a little different. It's it's a it's a much straighter <laughs> movie than some of the other ones we're talking about. So um, Heather's Heather's would be on the list. Um, and I said I would go six. Right. I'm scrolling through the IMDb and and I'm, I'm having trouble. So I'm going to randomly pick. Like, I didn't know he was in some of these movies. Did you know he was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Uh, yeah, that's on the list. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't remember him in that. Um, he was in two episodes of Alias. I could watch all of Alias. <laughs> Did you ever watch Alias, the TV uh, show? I have not seen Alias, no. Brilliant stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I guess, uh, what else would have been on your list? I'm struggling for a sixth one I would put on there. All right, so I'm going to run through some of the things that definitely made the list. I don't know if, I don't know if we had a number, but Heather's. Mm-hmm. Would definitely be on there. Gleaming the Cube, like we said before. Pump up the volume. Um, I think I was fighting for Young Guns too, but I don't know if I got a lot of traction on that one. Um, definitely the Robin Hood movie. Cuffs. You familiar with Cuffs? I feel like you were telling me about Cuffs, maybe even on the podcast. Probably talked about ago. Cuffs before. So, like, yeah, because I was talking about how they had these weird, like, you could buy a police district. 
mm-hmm. and and represent it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cuffs would be on there. True Romance would be on there. Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get all Mandela effects. I got so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Broken Arrow was one that I thought was good. That with, movie uh, Travolta. I know, but it sucked in a way that was so good. Like it was like <laughs> because it came out in '96 and it was like the fucking proto '96 action movie where it was like. Every it was like it was probably John Woo. Hang on, was it John Woo? It was John Woo. So John Woo was like Michael Bay before Michael Bay, right? John Woo, um, he he did some pretty cool stuff. That was not included in my list of pretty cool things that John Woo did. (laughs) Oh, um, I I would I would be on the fence about adding three thousand miles to Graceland. I remember really enjoying that. That was Kevin Costner, right? Yeah, and um. Uh, Kirk Douglas, Kirk, Kirk Douglas? No, no. Uh, God, I really got that wrong, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I. I just remember really thinking that um, that was a fun movie. Kurt Russell, the guy that's not <laughs> married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, White Boy Day. Not I don't a think lot of... the other guys married to Catherine Zeta-Jones anymore either. Didn't he say he got cancer from going down on her or something weird like that? <laughs> Are you serious? Hold on. You can't be serious. No, I'm definitely serious. Right, while Hold you're on. looking that up, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my my affection for Christian Slater because, like, he did all that great shit back in the day. He did a lot of really good 80s and 90s movies. Um, and, and not in a way where he ever became a superstar that, like, they needed him in everything. But he always showed up and he always fucking produced. Mm-hmm. Which made me so sad for him because, like, in the last 10 to 15 years, until Mr. Robot came along... He'd be in like a really cool high concept TV show that lasted like eight episodes and it get canceled. And then like he'd be mm-hmm. in another one yep. and it get canceled, another one. And finally, Mr. Robot came out and it seemed like it got a little traction. But like, I felt so bad for Christian Slater for so long because like he just didn't fi- he couldn't find that thing that stuck for him. And I'm hoping I don't know is Mr. Robot still going on? Um, yes, there will be another season of Mr. Robot. Yeah, so I'm hoping he hangs tough with that if he's still part of that show because, like, I just felt every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna watch this Christian Slater show just because I want him to have something, and then it would just get canceled. Did you watch Mr. Robot? I did not. So the one that actually stuck, maybe that was the thing. I was like the bad luck. You know what? You would probably really like it, but and, I'm, and we're not gonna talk about it because you haven't seen it. But man, season two went really off the rails, and I'm not sure it was in a good way. Um, Michael Douglas has said. This is from The Telegraph. That's a fairly legit source, right? Um, Yeah. This is from 2013. Michael Douglas, oral sex caused my throat cancer. Michael Douglas has said that his throat cancer was caused by oral sex. Now, I want to go on to say, in the article it says, it has been assumed by some (laughs) that the cancer could have been related to his years of smoking. But the Basic Instinct star said it followed his contraction of HPV, a sexually transmitted virus that is best known as a common cause for cervical cancer, but which can also cause throat cancer. Asked if he regretted having spoke, the actor told the newspaper, no, because without wanting to get too specific, this particular cancer is caused by HPV, which actually comes about from conilingus. You can't say conilingus? No, I can't, because I I don't want to say what I would normally say. So I'm just going to leave it at you pronouncing it. At any rate... (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's wow. uh, and, and I mean I don't know if he's implying that was before Catherine Zeta Jones or during Catherine Zeta Jones or wow because he's really like HPV shaming someone then yeah well let's see if they're still married I think she's a C <laughs> right all right let's see oh. yeah she's a C Catherine yeah yeah all right she in that um, movie Entrapment they still they're still married I know right that's where yeah. she's in the bodysuit is that what you're talking about yeah she's trying to get through yeah. those lasers and like yep. Sean Connery's totally checking out her ass well because yeah. why wouldn't he yeah exactly that's what yeah. it's there for he's like man I'd get some HPV from going down on her yeah they're uh, they're still married that's weird but so maybe well okay so what makes it worse is it he's like oh my wife told me gave me throat cancer from having the HPV or I'm married to someone, but I got HBV from going down on someone else. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't know. And apparently, hold on a second, because this article that I looked at about they're still being married um, reveals after an eye opening experience going through treatments and ultimately surviving a long battle with stage four tongue cancer. Uh-oh. So I don't know if he had both. 
I mean, I'm guessing it's pretty close, right? So if it could move from his throat to his tongue, but yeah, I don't know. Catherine Zeta-Jones, man. That's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. More to come from that, maybe. I don't know. Probably never talk about that again. But gentlemen, remember, was that a, is it a dental dam? Is that is that the right that you're supposed to use? <laughs> yeah, is right? it a mouth condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just use one of those. Remember, boys and girls, use a dental dam so you don't get throat cancer from Catherine, Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> Six years. Um, yeah, <laughs> white boy day. White boy day. So yeah, no, Christian Slater. There was a period of time where he was probably. One of my favorite actors. I mean, I remember when Pump Out the Volume came out. I was just, I was stunned. Yeah, like, he's I was a goddamn just hero. Absolutely in love. And and I watched Heather's at your recommendation not that long ago, mm-hmm. like last year maybe. Yeah, good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, held up um, remarkably well for its age. There's a guy that I work with who tries to to make, um, unconventional movie trilogies. So like, obviously, you know, like. Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 are, are, are a legit movie trilogy, but he takes a theme and puts three movies together into a, into a trilogy. And I don't remember the entire trilogy, but um, Heather's is one in his trilogy of movies that could never happen today. That's interesting. Because of the like school shooting and all right, the stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That happens. The school shooting and then subsequently like a bombing. What happens in a school like that movie would never be made today, and that's one of one of it's in that trilogy. That so he he comes up with these quirky trilogies. It's actually pretty neat, but um, that's what makes me think of. I'm gonna disagree a little bit with that because there is um well recently oh what was that Netflix series with the girl who goes missing for years and comes back the OA yeah so I guess that had an almost oh, yeah. school shooting but really still the, the the topic was was definitely there. Um, and then there was something uh, – there was a British TV show that had a school shooting that was pretty pretty bad. Um, it had a great premise, but it really fizzled out. At any rate, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean I think it still happens in, in TV shows. I guess it depends on, on how it's viewed. I mean like how it's presented. Right. Yeah, and I think with the OA, um, it was addressing a timely topic – in the world whereas if you just remade heathers now and you put the same shit in it was like kids just casually bringing guns to school and like pretend shooting people with blank bullets that would just never 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 happen never happen when it's weird because the argument against that kind of stuff is always oh well you know you're giving someone the idea no one needs to watch a movie to get the idea about a school shooting when it's on the news really really frequently and i'm sure uh, clearly you and i are are well past our school age but i would have to imagine that it's even addressed with students like emergency procedures or something sure it has to be there's no way it's not yeah yeah so i can't imagine that somebody sees a movie where that happens and that's the idea they get because if they didn't know this was a thing the like school shooting drill would probably give you the idea right yeah. Okay. Like, if you didn't think you could burn down your school, having a fire drill once a month or whatever might be like, holy shit, someone could set the fire. Oh, I could set a fire in the school. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, so, I don't right. think that showing a movie where someone does that is what's going to inspire someone to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. So, anyway, all that is to say that White Boy Day. Um, now, we're going to be in um, in L.A. together for a week. And I know that one of the things that Livius loves more than anything is when we all get together sitting around and watching shit we've already seen. So we might have to make white boy day happen. Yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about that as soon as we get back, if that happened and if I participated. Yeah. So that's, that's a no. That's right a, now. that's yeah, that's a, that's a pretty hard no right there. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, I do want to say that and this is completely unrelated to, to, to this podcast, but, um, tomorrow night, which for when you guys are listening is like three nights ago, probably, um, I will be going to see a fellow podcaster do their podcast live. Rob, did you know this happened? People do live podcasts? Um, yeah, the kind of people that make money um, do they or, or have enough of a fan base. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. Yeah. So um, I, I guess we talked about it a little bit with uh, Welcome to Night Vale and we had Jeffrey Craner on how they do a live Live show, yeah. but they're they're. 
I don't know. Like they, I don't. I think they just perform things from the podcast. They don't actually like record it as their podcast. But fellow podcaster Kevin Smith and uh, fellow podcasters, I should say, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse, um, do a podcast called Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, which is oddly enough an intervention um, that they use to to keep yeah. Jay off the off the heroin. Apparently, um, I'm going to go see that. So maybe I'll come back with some ideas on how we could improve our podcast. Wait, are you gonna have an inter? Are you gonna have an intervention? I might have to have an intervention. Is it because I drink beer? See, if you already know what the, <laughs> if you already knew what I'd be intervening about, then maybe, maybe you you already know. <laughs> uh, all right. If well, you'd have been we'll like, well, what the hell would he intervene with for me? But see, you already threw it out there. You were like, oh, I, I know what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> well, much like White Boy Day, we'll see on the next episode. <laughs> If that intervention ends up happening. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. I'm really excited to go see uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes live. I've never I've never seen them live. Yeah, I was going to say, have you attended a live podcast uh, at all? No, no, I have not. I have not. Neither have I. I've listened to some of the resulting episodes where, like, a podcast recorded live and then posted it as one of their episodes. Uh, not much different than, you know just going, you know, listening to an episode. So, um, it's cool. Kevin Smith, um, was actually probably one of my inspirations for, um, getting into now. Hey, this is appropriate. Six years kind of reflecting back on what's going on. And Kevin Smith's podcasts were probably one of the first kind of group of podcasts that I started listening to. So he was my gateway into the world. And then, um, he's always that kind of like, especially lately like that, yeah, man, follow your dreams, do the thing that you care about. So like probably one of the reasons that it popped into my mind to suggest doing a podcast was, um, was that dude. So it's kind of neat that you're going to go see him. However, I will say not a big fan of his, his late, um, podcast offerings. Um, it's funny you said the follow your dreams thing because he really is on that kick. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that what else is he going to say after making tusks, tusk and yoga hosiers? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> so I watched. Did you watch yoga hosiers? I did not. No. It, mm, save yourself some time. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's not good. I mean, what I will say is. I am happy that he got to have fun making a movie with like his daughter and her friend and like, you know, that kind of thing. Johnny Depp's daughter. Johnny Depp. Yeah. And yeah. Johnny Depp. Um, mm-hmm. But man, I did not, I didn't think it was a good movie at all. Yeah. I, you know, people made an argument. Some people made an argument for Tusk being a good movie, which is why I watched it. And ultimately it was not a good movie. It was not. But nobody made an argument for Yoga Hosers as a good movie. Like, nobody. <laughs> even, yeah. even the people who tried defending Tusk were like, yeah, listen, man, we tried to give you the one, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, that shit was just unnecessary. Um, and the thing is, like, going back, and, and this isn't going to be the episode where we just spend the whole time talking about Kevin Smith, but, like, going back to his earlier movies, like, he fucking had something. And... He did, but, you know, a lot of it was, I think, in his humor and the stories he was telling. And it's like, I was listening to, to one of the recent podcasts. I'm sure he's talking about this a lot, but he's, he directed um, Supergirl uh, recently, an episode yeah. of Supergirl. Yeah. And, you know, I, I always, because we've talked about it on the podcast, like, I don't know who directs what, and it really is kind of unimportant to me. But he's like, you know, when you do this thing and you go direct something like, you know, like Arrow or Supergirl, it's been on for a couple of years. You're not directing shit. You're like a cheerleader. These people know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they know what their character's motivations are. So when you're doing someone else's work, but it was just kind of nice to hear him say, like, I don't do shit when I go do these. Like, I, he actually said, I feel bad. Sometimes I feel like <laughs> I should just donate the money to charity because I'm literally not doing anything except going, oh, hey, great job, guys. So um, but when he was I think his his what was special about him was kind of like the Jersey trilogy and those characters and how well he wrote them. So I liked, um, God, what was that movie he did about the, the compound, the religious compound that had the red state. Yeah. Like I liked red state and I know I was in the minority then, but yeah, I mean, it still was no chasing Amy. Like, yeah, you know, it, it just lacked the, the, the humor. And I think that's where, where his brilliance is in the, the kind of humor in relationships and the interaction and dialogue between people. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, we're not going to be doing a Kev Smith day um, like we're going to be doing White Boy Day. I it would think. also it would also be White Boy Day. Yeah, like you don't get much whiter than Kevin Smith. Would pretty much any movie marathon we watch be a White Boy Day? Um. Yeah. 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 Let's let's yeah. <laughs> pretty basic. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're all yeah, drinking we like, our vanilla lattes. Yeah, we like what we like, and you know what? I don't think we need to try harder. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I agree. <laughs> I don't think we need to try harder. I don't think that's what we're here for, though. Like in the six years we've been doing this, we've tried to be like you know we we tried to to be a bunch of different things, and we've always come back to us like what we do like what we care about what we do we're not here to make everybody feel good we're not here to cover you know all the things we're just here to 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 do what we would do and we do that fucking phenomenally well yeah i mean not award-winning well not lately but yeah hey let's talk about the fact that so like in the previous interlude episode we did we spent a decent amount of time talking about hashtag this is rigged and I know for a fact that uh, Michael David Wilson from the This Is Horror podcast listens to Booked. And it's been long enough that that motherfucker, even though he's in Japan, heard it. I know he heard it. And there's been no denial from that camp, from what I understand, right? No response, man, at all. So, yeah, And if, if I've learned anything about stuff i was gonna say politics but i guess this isn't politics is that a denial a no denial is really an admission it is like an admission of guilt yeah yeah, yeah. so um i think that so. uh i think we're actually that this is horror winners for podcast of the year for non-fiction podcast of the year 2016 yeah. we yeah. are the winners and um if we don't get a, a a an award sent to us from michael david wilson i, I can make one myself that's uh yeah i think i think we should do that so <laughs> little teddy bear wearing like a cow, like a like a police hat like a little like you know template kind of clip art oh okay. i was like i don't know where you're going with this i don't know which michael wilson you know bondage michael wilson who's also a furry coming out Oh, furries, furries. We're not even going to talk about furries. Is that still a thing? Or did that, did that die out? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to do some Livia's Googling. Are furries a thing? Let's see what happens. Are fullies, furries really so bad is a BuzzFeed article. Godhatesfurries.com, which it calls itself a fair, unbiased, factual resource. Pleasure of the fur, the animalistic, sexy world of furries. It's a thing, man. And it's apparently... Yeah, there are um, no less than three furry conventions in the month of April in the United (laughs) States. Um, (laughs) The God Hates Furries website is very basic. I'm Um, I'm not surprised. It doesn't look... It doesn't look like a lot of effort is being put into it. World worldwide, there are probably seventy um, events upcoming in twenty seventeen. So that's not even including the the three months that are gone already. So it's kind of a big thing. Yeah, all over the world, apparently, like in other countries. So like Holland, <laughs> hold on, like Holland, <laughs> Canada, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> It's in different places, That's man. Global. Yeah. That is global. VIC. What is what is VIC the abbreviation for? Like for a country. VIC the Virgin Islands? No. Yeah, it could be. In it's it's called the conf- <laughs> this is awesome. It, it, Victoria, Australia is what it is. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, it is called the Confergence. That is fucking oh. brilliant. <laughs> I gotta give it up to the Australians. Oh it, did, did you you saw the article I sent you right, or, or the 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 post about <laughs> Australia not being a real place? Yes, I did see that. <laughs> so I did some thinking about this because you know why why wouldn't I? Um, as far as conspiracy theories go, I think that's a poor one. Although, although I do believe if for anybody who doesn't know this, some woman I think she was from Sweden. Does that sound? Does that ring true? Sure. Posted how Australia 
doesn't exist, how it's all a scam, and that it was made up by the British because they said they were sending criminals there, but really they were just drowning them in the ocean. So I'm going to go with this. <laughs> I believe Australia is real, but I also believe it's possible that none of those prisoners made it to Australia. <laughs> like both stories are true, like Australia exists. Yeah, like but, I think she got a good portion of it right, but in her mind, she just thought Australia didn't exist because the prisoners never got there. I don't mm. think that. Gotcha. Well, what about like the white people fucking up the Aboriginal culture and stuff like that? This could have been any white people. Oh, so maybe not Brits? Yeah. I mean, all right. So, you know, the Brits came here and fucked up Indians, right? But Yeah, they did. Those Brits, man, they're a bunch of assholes. Yeah, it takes the like, heat oh, off no. of me as being a white guy who. Yeah. We'll tell them that it was criminals that we sent there. Huh. So this is I don't like know. a this is like a whole flat earth kinda like everything's a lie kind of theory you got going on here. Um if the earth wasn't flat, wouldn't all the water in the ocean just run off the sides? <laughs> right? So come on. Come on, Rob. You're smarter than that. Um <laughs> talking about Australia, um, did I tell you about my recent obsession with Aussie Man? I'm guessing you don't mean of the Osborne variety. No, no. Um, there is this Australian YouTuber who <laughs> all he does is like take a video that already exists and does a commentary over it, or he'll review a movie or something like that. Have you never? Have you truly never seen this? I don't believe I have seen this. Are you on your way to YouTube right now? I am. I am on um, Turtle versus Pigeon. Is that is that a fair <laughs> one to? Okay, Dude. give me a minute and thirty four seconds. All right, all right. Oh, never mind. I can't get sound, so I'm gonna pass. So this dude um, takes. Sometimes it's just nature videos. Sometimes it's like UFC fights. Sometimes it's um, you know just random viral videos, and he talks about. He commentates them. Um, so a good example is there's, um, there's a, a pretty common video. I've seen it a bunch of times, just randomly, you know, going around the internet where it's like these two like European old dudes who are like drunk fighting each other and they're like doing a terrible job and falling over a lot. Um, yes, yes. I do believe I've seen that video, but I yeah. don't seem to remember there being an Australian guy involved. Right. So he'll take that video and then do a commentary over it. And it's always hilarious or they're like. Security cam footage of the guy who's super drunk and he's trying to get beer at like the convenience store and like falling over and shit. So he'll do those type and he just like commentary over it and Jesus Christ, it's just the funniest. The one that got me onto it, I had a couple days off in a row recently, and I had seen on Facebook somebody pointed uh posted the Ozzy Man review of um a dog at a dog show. <laughs> and I had seen the dog at the dog show video where it's like just like because, you know, they're supposed to go through a specific route and they're supposed to be really fast and they're jumping over things and they're running through things and all that. And this dog just goes off the rails fucking immediately and just does everything wrong. And just watching the video on its own is hilarious. But then, like, with this guy's commentary on top of it, even more hilarious. This guy has 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube and clearly makes a living doing with the 1.2 million, like that's your living, right? Like that's you don't have oh, yeah. another job, right? Yeah, he monetizes every video he posts. So I would imagine that. So like looking at um, a video that he's had up for seven months has almost four million views. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like he's getting millions of views over the course. So in a year, he's probably pulling down four to 10 million views per video. And if you monetize that, yeah, that's his job. How much does a million views pay? All right. How much does 10 million views pay? Auto corrected. Um, so roughly a video creator will earn $2,000 for every million views. Oh, and you, and then YouTube takes 45%. So 1200 bucks for a million views. Give or take. Yeah. So if he's got, if he put so how many all right so how many videos would he have to do a month in order to maintain a steady paycheck it, oh. so assuming he was getting it's tough because he gets back views on stuff too right. you know what i mean yeah. so the more you have so you went on on this tear and you probably watched 40 or 50 of his videos they weren't yeah. from this month homeboy got like three bucks out of me 
Um, right. So he's probably pulling down. He's got to be pulling down a full salary out of this. Plus, on top of that, he does do sponsorships. So there was like the end of one of the videos I watched. He did a loot crate commercial. Gotcha. So and he gets. He said he gets nine dollars per per conversion. So like, I don't know why he said it in the video, but like nine bucks for everybody who signs up using his code. I think that honestly, that's probably the the really honest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be not. And he didn't even say like, "Hey guys, if you go ahead and sign up, decide to sign up Loot Crate, please use my thing because I get some money." He was flat out like nine bucks if you sign up. That's awesome if you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. dude's fucking hilarious. He did the um. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, he 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 reviews Yannette Garcia. The um the Mexican uh, weather that makes woman. sense because when I searched for him, a lot of her videos popped up, and I just yep. just by picture i was like i don't understand because she's also from a foreign country like i couldn't understand what the correlation was but i'm guessing that uh yeah if you want to watch a video of one foreigner talking about another foreigner but um yeah i went on like i honestly probably spent five straight hours watching videos of his (laughs) um just laughing just laughing fucking like crazy that happens though so the other night i like you know i did that thing where like i fell asleep at like a reasonable time but then woke up like 90 minutes later wide awake at like 1 30 in the morning <laughs> and I, I i was up for about three hours and i'm pretty sure i spent the vast majority of three hours on imager which i haven't been on for a few months yeah um just looking at whatever they're not all memes but you, you know what i mean i was on imager for like three hours i must have seen over a thousand you know, imager posts. Yeah. So yeah, you get on the, and you, you have no idea like where the time went. You're like, what the fuck did I just do with my night? And you're like, I watched an Australian guy for five fucking hours. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, that yeah. guy's a plant. So you think Australia is real, right? He's the one that's legitimizing the lie that is Australia. I do watch one Australian YouTuber. He, uh, he does vape reviews. I fucking knew it. I fucking yeah. knew it. <laughs> He's the vaping bogan is his, uh, his channel. And uh, he's got, like, neck tattoos and shit, but he basically <laughs> just just calls the viewers, like, cunts the whole time, which is fucking hilarious. So shit yeah. like, just do this, this, and that, and Bob's your uncle. I'm not even going to try to do an Australian accent. He's like, thanks for <laughs> tuning in, you fucking cunts. Yeah, so. that's, uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's common with the Aussie man thing, too. He does, uh, he, he says some things that I just don't understand what it means. Mm-hmm. Like, fair dinkum is something that he says a lot. He's like, that's fair, dinkum, nice, or something like that. And it's like, what do you, what, what does that, what does that mean? Uh, fair dinkum means fair <laughs> or square or straight dinkum. Used to emphasize or seek confirmation of the genuineness or, or truth of something. So it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. When he says fair dinkum. That's, um, a, that's yeah. by the way, that's informal. That's an informal definition. <laughs> He yeah, and then like you know, if something gets some weird happens. It's destination fucked. So yeah, he does a lot of swearing. Everybody's a cunt. Um, when he does UFC fights, he'll like he'll commentate like the punches going back and forth, and it's just like, uh, nah, fuck you, nah, fuck you, nah, fuck you, like back and forth, like which every punch that blow like lands. So it's kind of funny. So I will yeah. I will check him out. Um, right after I get us. Uh, tickets to go to um the midwest <laughs> fur fest which is in illinois in november i'll be yeah i'll be back from california i'll be ready to put on a fur uh fur costume i think then if you had to be one furry animal sorry to go back to this i was just closing browser tabs and, and saw <laughs> illinois like jumped off the screen at me for this thing what what would you if, if we were attending fur apocalypse in connecticut Ooh. and you had your choice of any furry costume which animal would you pick uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know why, but fox is the first thing that comes to mind. Interesting. I was thinking raccoon. Not not for you, for raccoon. me. You yeah. you would be a raccoon, and I would be a fox. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's got to say so, something about us. Some psychologist is is listening right now, thinking, "Well, <laughs> Rob's really <laughs> fucked up." <laughs> Rob thinks very highly of himself. Is what yeah. that? But probably thing. that's probably what they would say. Furries, right. furries, man. No judgment on furries. If you want to dress up like a fox and bang someone dressed up like a kitten or something like that, I don't care. Go for it. Yeah, no judgment on them. But I did um, watch a little documentary, and it was probably, when I say documentary, it was probably one of those like um, addicted to weird things shows. You know what I'm talking about? Like 
weird strange addictions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was about a guy who he, he did dress up as a woman. He dressed up as a doll. That sounds creepy automatically. Yeah, so it wasn't that he was, I mean, he was dressing as a woman because the doll was female, but I mean, like with like a doll mask on, like he would actually put on a mask to look like a doll, Wow! but then fully outfitted in women's, um, in women's clothing. And like, they followed him like one of the first times he like went out in public like that because he would meet other people because that's just one fucking guy, right? There's a group of them, of course. Um, But he would, uh go to these like gatherings and stuff, but he would always like get dressed there or whatever. But yeah, they, 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 you know, he went out on the street and like, you know, came out to one of his family members or something as this is something he likes doing. That's weird. I'm passing total fucking judgment on that. <laughs> you know, when you said dress like a doll, do you know what the first thing I, I thought of was Chucky? Uh, no. Um, you've seen American Mary. Yes. So, you know, mm-hmm. yep. The the Ruby, yep. the character mm-hmm. Ruby, who wants to be a doll, so she has mm-hmm. all these like different surgeries, and like the one that we're introduced to her with is um, when Mary first kind of does her first real body modification is she's removing the nipples. Yeah, I forgot of, about that, but yeah, off of Ruby. Yeah. So mine went in a really dark direction when you mentioned that because like the, like actually like having parts of your body, but God, can we talk about American Mary for just one second? Because like sure, in the weirdness, is, is Christian Slater in that? Uh, no, but Catherine Isabel is, and she's amazing. She's... Um, in all the weirdness and the darkness and the like, how fucked up that story is. Like, how adorable was it that first of all the Saska sisters were in it as these two people who wanted to get their arms transplanted to each other so that they would always have a piece of each other. Mm-hmm. Fucking that's adorable. I like their characters. The, yeah. They were like, like Russian. What did they run? Like the strip club or something, right? Um, did they no. have some sort of, I thought they were just like clients that showed up to get surgery, but um, maybe that's what it was. Oh, but they did show up to the, the strip club one night and the, and one of them made out with the stripper that was on stage and like bit her tongue and her mouth was full of that's, blood. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like the most like adorable little scene in this really, really dark and fucked up movie that was a really good movie. Yeah. I really liked American Mary and I wanted to like that follow up movie that she did. Something eighty one or whatever. Eighty eight. Yeah, that one. That she was is terrible. definitely at one point naked, with milk pouring down her body in that yeah. in that movie. So was she naked? I thought she had clothes on. Um, I'll have to go back and watch it again. It's not, <laughs> that won't be a hardship for me. I thought she was naked in that. I could be wrong. You only saw it once. She might have been in lingerie. But yeah, I think it was. Yeah, very, I think she was in her underwear yeah. or something. But at any rate, um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. She might have been a one-trick pony because that movie was terrible. Um, I mean, Hannibal? Anybody? Well, but Hannibal's a TV show. Ah, so you're thinking that she's not? That's a different. She doesn't have the endurance for being a movie star, like a leading lady. No, no, I I don't at all. And and I think she's. I think she's perfect in American Mary, and I I think she's a she's a very pretty girl. But yeah, I don't think she can carry. I don't think she can carry like a larger budget movie. Killed it in Hannibal. Again, yeah, she was okay. Show. Yeah, yeah. You've mentioned we may have, we may have talked about the podcast <laughs> in the last six years, numerous times. Six years, man. Six years, um, man. We should we should mention something something about a book, maybe. No, nothing for the six year episode. Or are we just going to completely abandon books? Um, since we're on the topic of fucked up movies, um, did you ever see it? Was it a, a movie or a, a, a mini series back in the day? Well, it started out as a book. Um, yeah, which okay. I did. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Written by that one guy. That one guy, Stephen King, the one with the PH, with not the, PH. the <laughs> um, Not the guy that gives you top five lists. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, you know, so the funny thing about that is God, that came out, the, the miniseries. And, and by miniseries, I, I think it was just like two parts. I, I could be wrong, but it wasn't like a five part or anything like that. Right. I, um, I had not read it, and I was like, all right, you know what? I should probably read this before, like, Sunday when the movie's <laughs> on. It, I think, is 800-plus pages. And I remember finishing it probably 20 minutes before the, the, the TV show came wow. on. 
And I think I did it in like three and a half days. Because I literally was like, oh, that's Sunday. Not like that's a couple Sundays from now. <laughs> so I went to the bookstore, picked up a copy. I was like, I have a lot of reading to do in the next few days. So, yeah, I remember reading. I think I was 18 or 19 when that came out. But, yes, I did see it and I did read the book. And I am um, I uh, I was excited to hear that there was going to be a movie. Um, and and I, I don't know if you know this or not. And I, I think I read this somewhere, but it's very clear from the trailer that this is going to not be one movie. This is going to be like the last um, book adaptation to movie in every series where they have to break it into two. Yeah, because that was my this, understanding, yeah. This trailer very clearly only covers what happened in the past in Derry, at least based on the trailer. Yeah, I, I, I saw someone post on, and the only reason that I even watched the trailer, because I never, I maybe saw parts of the original, of the of the series or whatever that it was, with like Tim Curry, right, playing the, the clown guy, Penny, yep. Pennywise. Um, yes. I know a thing or two. Never read the book, um, but I was never a big Stephen King fan. Um, I I don't remember seeing enough of it to really have seen the entire story, so I'm in the dark about it a little bit, but somebody, and I think it might have been Wendig, I don't remember exactly who it was on Facebook, was saying how they untangled the then and now plots and that they're going to be playing as two separate movies, one being the then story and one being the now story, which was an interesting turn for... For them, but I did watch the trailer for the new movie, and um, I liked it. I did too. Uh, it's going to be interesting because, from what I remember of the of the miniseries, which again must have been nineteen ninety, uh, you know, it it played well. But a it was on television, and we've been talking a lot over at the View at our other podcast about how television has to water things down a lot. Um, especially back then, um, because now if it was on, it would be on Showtime and it would be, you know, fairly hardcore. Yeah, it'd be worse than movies. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is a um, I don't want to say much scarier because I think it was scary and the kind of reserved clown, you know, but this one has like a horrifying scene of a clown like coming at somebody, which is done pretty well, in my opinion. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I sense it comes out in September, I think. Um, I sense that maybe there will be a booked review of it coming um, around that time. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. I had not mentally prepared myself for that. We're going to go back we're to gonna go Stephen to, Kingwell. We're going to go to that fancy uh, theater where, where we could sit in the reclining seats again. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. <laughs> I'll do that. It doesn't matter if there's a movie playing. I'll just sit in those Ooh, recliners. Those are nice seats. It's better than my couch. Um the the trailer did a pretty decent job of uh it it does make it feel dated i'm assuming this is period back to like the 80s right or the 70s maybe or no yeah i don't well god i'm thinking about it. when i read it in 1990 uh, it took place you know today was the, the you know so in, around 1990 you know whenever was uh, uh well, wasn't then. there a, then it would have been okay. in the 60s i guess probably 60s or 70s cuz they what happens is there's some things that happen with this group of kids when they're kids. That's what you saw yeah. in the trailer. But then they're all kind of brought back to the town because something else happens when they're full on adults, which I, I guess is 20 years later, maybe. I, I don't remember specifically. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought it had a good look. Um, it did have a little bit of that like modern movie, like when, when, the, when the clown's going at someone, kind of the... I'd say the the way that the video played out was that modern kind of shaky monster coming at you, like the girl with the weird hair, like grudge slash ring type of movement. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. Um, here is the synopsis for the original. It, it was two episodes. This is for the TV show. In 1960, seven preteen outcasts fight an evil demon who poses as a child-killing clown. 30 years later, they reunite to stop the demon once and for all when it returns to their hometown. So I'm going to assume they're going to do, you know, 2015 and 1985, maybe. Yeah. Instead of doing 1960 right. and 19, yeah. Instead uh, whatever, of doing two period pieces, yeah. Right, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and then... Yeah, that makes me think Stranger Things. Wasn't one of the kids from Stranger Things in the movie? I I, I don't. Are you, the current, the new movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't think any of them were born. I, I I don't know. All right. That could just be me seeing what I wanted to. But anyway, um, 
I bet you a bunch of listeners are going to be excited about this because people tend to like the Stephen King stuff. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure what's not to like. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I won't go there. Well, and for his time. So I don't know. It kind of like movies have changed. You know, we were just talking about like the you know, new horror versus kind of older horror. Um, you know, maybe if he wasn't a, a huge success already, maybe his stuff wouldn't do well now. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think that a lot of his current success maybe is attributed to it's great because it was because it's been great. Oh, sure. Yeah. So 100%. Nobody knew yeah, who yeah. he was. I don't know. He'd wind up on the bestseller list, I guess. Right. Hey, who is Bill Skarsgård? Is he related to the other Skarsgård guy? He's got to be from... Alexander or Stellan Skarsgård. Or yeah. the, the, the Skarsgård family. Because uh, Stellan, I think, is the father, right? No idea. But um, the one guy is from True Blood, right? Alexander Skarsgård is from... Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, yeah. That's his brother that plays Pennywise. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the clown is played by, uh, I'm guessing, from appearance, I didn't look at their ages, but by the younger Skarsgård. Huh. Who knew? Yeah. All right. Um, we've run. So not have. We found two things. We paused for a minute um, to kind of collect ourselves. We found out um, uh, first of all that it's great not having an agenda, right, Rob? Is that? Yeah, I've never felt more free in my life. So that's awesome. Um, but uh, one thing we did want to talk about uh, is we start to wrap up this this full of nothing planned episode. Um, <laughs> You know, we, we used to have really structured like year and reviews and anniversary episodes. So really, let's talk about like what what are we looking forward to this coming year? What, what do you got, Rob? Is there anything in the coming year that you're looking forward to for for booked? Well, I'll do my joking one first, and my joking one is I'm looking forward to not having to publish a book because we had an anniversary. So that was three years ago, I think, uh, our third anniversary. We announced that we were going to publish a goddamn anthology. Um, <laughs> this year, we're like, we don't even have a fucking agenda right. for the show. <laughs> it's a fucking we've got. pendulum has swung far in the other direction. Where, like, probably earlier today, Livius was like, "Oh, it's our sixth anniversary episode." Um, so I'm, uh, that's my joking. I'm so excited that we're not publishing an anthology. <laughs> Um, I should probably put that on Facebook. Like you see all the authors all the time, like so stoked to announce, but like for me, it would be like, so listen, stoked to announce listen. I'm not publishing something. Listen, bullshit. Cause if I said, Rob, let's publish a book. Here's an idea. You'd be like, yeah, I'm on board. Let's do it. Maybe, maybe mm, we're not going to test this theory. Out. I'm just <laughs> yeah, thinking that that it probably wouldn't take a lot of convincing yeah. for you to be ridiculously excited about it. That's true. That's true. Um, or I'd be taking my belt off and like wrapping it around like the the light fixture or something. <laughs> um, so that's my joking thing. Uh, I think that I'm just looking forward to reading more. That's my big thing. Like um, getting back Ill? into reading in a, in a more consistent basis. Excellent. That's going to work out really well for booked <laughs> for our podcast because this, this <laughs> talk about movies and TV shows. That's mm, mm. so much. Yeah. Um, I, I'm looking forward to um to to StokerCon, which is coming up very very shortly. Um, I'm, I'm kind of really excited about that. Um, and you know, and again, you know, you call it book related or not, I'm excited about the view. Yeah. Well, all right. So, can I comment on your what you're excited about? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just excited you decided to go this time because it's about like every other time Livius goes. So I'm excited. Well, and that and that I would be right on track. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm excited about the view. I'm not currently excited about the schedule we have for the view. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened, uh, like our, our latest episode, and I'm not sure if it's up or not yet. I don't think it is. Um, it, you know, we did four episodes of a TV show and crammed it into like an hour and 15 minutes. And, uh, it's hectic, man, trying to do that. You know, talking about one, three, 400 page book is so much easier to do. And of course, you know, we're talking about spoilers there, so we're really addressing everything. Can you imagine yeah. if we in-depth conversations about books? That'd be fucking horrifying. 
like eight hour episodes. <laughs> so but I'm excited yeah. we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, let's look let's look at page thirty-four. On page thirty-four. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Although, Holy shit. You did remind me of something that I am excited about coming up. Is that we're doing spoiler talks for books far more than we have before. It seems that almost every book that we review, we do spoiler conversations about as well. We're getting really good feedback about those spoiler conversations. So Rob, he's getting very good feedback. I have heard nothing. So yeah, I haven't let that trickle <laughs> down to you, but um, but it makes me happy. Like it's it's a fun thing to do. So I'm excited about that too. Um, one more thing that I'm excited about that's coming up also very soon because we don't have enough to do is our first patrons only holiday episode. So I'm excited about holiday yeah. episodes. They're a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to do one that's patrons only. And, and, you know, I'll tell you, Rob, here's the part of the reason is, uh, you know, this goes out live. So there's things like I don't talk about, like where I work and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I realize when it's just a small number of patrons, I'm pretty sure anything goes. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be drunk Livius um, with three sober. That would be interesting. Three sober co-hosts. <laughs> Just drunk Livius and you guys trying to corral me in the whole time. Instead of me trying to corral you guys back to the episode the whole time. It's just you like over and over. Why are we talking about this? Um, yeah. yeah. And I guess I have to imagine that some listeners probably when you said that are thinking, wait, these guys hold back. Because to be honest, we're pretty offensive and we're pretty vulgar as it is. So like, yes. Oh, yeah. Guys, you should hear the shit that a gets taken out, (laughs) the stuff that happens before the episode and the stuff that happens after the episode. Because a lot of times, like I have notes by the time we're done of things that have pissed me off that people have done. Yeah, yeah. Or Rob and I some political debate. Oh yeah, no, it's oh holy shit. So, I'm gonna make an offer to everybody that's listening to this episode. Um, and I don't, I can't think of a, of a sum, but like there's a, there is an amount of money that exists where Livius (laughs) and I get paid that money to stop doing booked. And as our final episode, we just air all of the shit that we've said. (laughs) Wow. That amount of money is out there. It's probably a high dollar amount. It is because I love this fucking thing yeah, that we do. So it's not even it's not even the stuff that I'm gonna piss people off. Like I, honestly, I don't fucking care. <laughs> so, so like, wait, it's... would you want to do the bridge burner episode, but then keep going? Because we could do that too. We'd have to get some money for that, though. Yeah, and we'd oh have my to have god, some serious money, dude. We'd have to fund you for months of going through all the fucking stuff. That's Thousands of hours of audio. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Like you would have to quit your job. So clearly, like your salary for six months would probably be part of that. Yeah, that's a good 60, 70 bucks right there. Yeah, exactly. So so that's so we have some undisclosed dollar amount plus sixty dollars <laughs> is what we've come up with so far for for uh hearing the the internal blackmail. Oh, and don't forget the other blackmail stuff, right? Because we've got stuff oh, yeah. on other Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we've got the dirt on the guests too. There's oh there's been hundreds of guests. Hundreds. Hundreds. Is there no, there have been hundreds out there. We're probably creeping up on 200, so it's probably pretty wow. accurate. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah, so that's really it. That's, I'm looking forward to a lot of the cool stuff that we're doing, some of it in the very frighteningly near future. Like, dude, we have to get on this thing. If we're doing we may have to take a week off booked just to do the holiday episode because that's got to go up in, like, less yeah. than two weeks. Yeah. So um, maybe have a week off here, but we'll make that up with a week over at uh, patreon.com slash booked. Um, that is not really a pitch. That's if you want in. If you want to if you want to um, donate money, that's awesome. And if you don't, that's cool, too. But we're going to have some fun over there. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And um, I'm looking forward to the return of Booked Live. Yeah, we keep saying that. So so as it stands now, it's The View. <laughs> Booked, booked live holiday episodes. We're probably gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're we're probably gonna have to find some other way to fund so we don't have to work anymore. Cause, Rob's audio suicide note. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So um, yeah, booked live. will be back. Um, it would be nice. It's always like whenever I feel like doing, I'm like, oh, we're not giving people enough notice because I'll get, I'll, it'll be like four in the afternoon. I'll be like, we should totally do a booked live tonight. And I'm thinking right. that's not gonna fucking work, right? So maybe Stoker. Maybe Stoker. Stoker might be a booked live. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a Sunday night. Sunday nights people are sitting at home, right? Sunday nights. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe I the think Sunday. Easter is on a Sunday. 
Easter is on a Sunday, but we have to get that episode up before then, right? Yeah. I don't know. We'll yeah, figure it out. At any rate, we're going to rein it back in. Um, I would like to say thank you so, so much um, for everybody that's listening to this episode. And if you're not listening, thanks for episodes you did listen to. Um, and anybody, I, I will say this. <laughs> if you're not I, listening. I know. Well, but I mean, like, those people are important, too, even if they don't hear this. So um, thank you to them. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I know there's people who have been around since goddamn near the beginning. That occurred yeah. to me that there are people who have listened to 300 fucking episodes of this crap that we do. So um, thank you so, so much to you. Thank you to the patrons um, who allow us to do this without um, putting money out from our pockets for hosting and for other things. Um, and, you know, like I said earlier at the beginning of the episode, thanks, Rob. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. Thanks, buddy. I think that uh, I think that I would not have made it six years of just recording myself talking about books, for sure. This is definitely <laughs> it, it takes it takes two. What's that song? It makes two to make the thing go right. I don't know, like from the yeah, it takes two to make it out of sight. Come yeah, on, yeah, man. that's what. It, <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say here's here's what I can tell you exactly what happened if Rob had to do this by himself. He'd be like, oh, I gotta do the podcast. I'm gonna take a fucking nap. And not do the podcast. So really, I'm like I'm like the the um, I have the commitment that Rob made to show up every week. Uh, so yeah, that's my contribution to the podcast. I don't know if this is right. That's how I feel. How you feel? How you feel about that, Olivia? I fucking are you kidding? I used to drive around and listen to that shit in my car. Did you want to rock right now? That's got to be 1989, 91. Um, I don't know. I'm just playing on on my phone. I don't know. Gotcha. It's uh, Rob Bass and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Easy Rock. Oh, Easy. Who's? Oh, wait. DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's uh, the Fresh Princes, right? Right. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. It takes two. Yeah. So there you go. Like, um, Definitely uh, would not be doing this um, without you. So thank you very much. Thanks everybody who's who's been listening the whole time. Thanks to the new. Thank fucking just thank you. Thank everyone. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks Obama. Thanks Obama. That's gonna wrap it up for our <laughs> our completely unplanned, unscripted sixth anniversary episode of Booked. Uh, we'll talk to you very soon, and we'll see you for seventh and eighth and ninth and tenth years as well. So, uh, until next time, I'm Rob Olson, and I'm Livia Snudden. Keep reading.